Hi everyone, in this KT one-on-one we're speaking to England greats and former striker for Manchester United, Newcastle United and Real Madrid. It is Michael Owen, thank you very much for joining us. My pleasure, you miss Liverpool out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got to talk to you a little bit more about you know, coming from Liverpool, coming from the UK and you're training with the children over here. What's keeping you busy? I was going to ask you that, but it looks like you've got your hands full today. Yeah, I've, uh, we've been coaching about 60 odd kids this morning, um, which is all good fun I've, I've done this is the second year I've, I've uh, done it with football escapes um, so it's great fun I mean I'd only be lying on the sunbed from 10 till 12 uh, so it's uh, it's my pleasure to come out and, uh, and coach some of the, the kids um, outside of that I, I work a lot on the television now um, I do about 80 days for, for the Premier League channel the worldwide channel and also BT which is a domestic channel in in the UK on the Champions League and then I have a horse racing business uh, Big family, I've got four children, so I'm quite busy. Yeah, and uh, let's start talking about the talent that you've seen over here. I know for, for a young footballer to be coached by a great, it must be a huge boost to their morale and expectations to eventually play football. So what, what have you observed and how important is uh, your level of coaching? Well, I think the only problem with, with me is that I'm getting to an age now whereby a lot of these players don't I've never seen me play. They have to go onto YouTube to, uh, to to find me. But a lot of them came up to me and said, "I see you're a FIFA legend." So that gives me some credibility. It's of course it's easier coaching the older age groups because they're more attentive. They listen. They put it into practice. They've got more ability to, to be able to do that. But of course, trying to build the enthusiasm for the youngsters is important as well. So there's a great array of coaches that, that of course, of course um, work across these age groups, and and, uh, and I dip in with some, you know hopefully some uh, informative information when I can. I think they seem to be very happy about it. So I'd like to t touch upon this because I, I saw your tweets about Newcastle's uh, recent uh, new regime and you said it's going to be a game changer. To what extent do you see them now being the richest club in the world at the moment, um, signing big players and how important is this um, new tenure going to be for, for the club? Well, we're all unsure, aren't we? Yeah. Until we uh, see it in action, you can only let your mind sort of waver and, and think back to, to when the, the last sort of takeover of this nature happened, and, and that was Manchester City, however many years ago, 10, 15 years ago, uh, and look where they are now. So if you're a Newcastle fan, of course, from a, from a, the point of view of supporting your team and, and seeing great players, um, then you would probably be getting excited at the moment because all of those things could be happening. Um, it certainly could be a game changer and who knows, we might be sitting here in 10 years with, with Newcastle being a very competitive team like Manchester City are now because, you know, it wasn't long ago since Manchester City were in the Championship. The Premier League, we've known uh, Newcastle to be a very, uh, to have a massive or a very passionate fan base. How has your experience of playing uh, for, for the club and, and getting used uh, to the, the massive support that you had and also getting used to a completely new city to, to where you were playing? Well, it's a one-club city, so straight away every single person from Newcastle supports their city. And of course, if you go to other cities like Liverpool or Manchester, London, you know, there's or Birmingham or any of these cities, there's always either two or more teams in, in these cities. So Newcastle is unique from that point of view. Uh, when there's enthusiasm, when it's a happy place, there's a whole you know, swell of, of, uh, of, of popularity and happiness and, and it, it almost just snowballs in, in many ways. Quite opposite to that, if things are going bad, it's almost, it feels like it worse than, than <laughs> really is um, because people live and breathe through their football club up there. 
So it is a passionate club. Um, if you get some momentum at that club, then the fans will uh, will get behind it and, and it will make it a real powerful force to be reckoned with. And of course, that's what most Newcastle fans will be looking for now. And in terms of uh, the Premier League at the moment, uh, I know it's still early days, but we've got for the top eight position, we've got just five points apart. It looks like a very competitive Premier League this year. What are your thoughts as a pundit in terms of the level of football has certainly changed? Well, I think the level of football has uh, risen again. I think the Premier League is as is, is good as it's ever been, really. Um, I think you look around Europe at the moment, Spain has taken a little bit of a nosedive. Um, Italy is maybe a bit more resurgent. Um, France, of course, is still a, a country that's only got one serious team, let's say. Um, I think the Premier League is, is just kicking on again it's been the, the probably the best league in the world for, for five years now maybe yeah the Premier League's in a, in a very strong position at the moment um, you know if you press me to say who's going to win it then <laughs> I'd probably narrow those three down to two and say Manchester City and Liverpool okay um, and of course my heart probably says Liverpool fascinating it looks like an exciting season ahead um, are you considering or even thought of becoming a manager one day is that is that, is that... I certainly throughout my career I, I was uh adamant that that's the line of work I was going to go yeah. in when I retired but I think when I turned 28, 29 I started thinking of other things um, when I retired I had an, an immediate offer to go into the television yeah. um, so that almost guided me into to that way I, I got halfway through my coaching badges which take about three or four years to complete uh, so there was intent there but you know if you're going to go into something like that you've got to be wholeheartedly committed and I would be if I had the opportunity but you know, I've got that many things, irons and fires at the moment, doing the television, yeah. you know. Um, I've got business in horse racing. I do some mentoring of young players, a bit of coaching. Of course, coming out on holiday and yeah. spending time with the family. So my life is very full at the moment. That's not to say if I got offered a big job tomorrow, then, uh, then I wouldn't take it. But realistically, I think, uh, I don't think I'll go into management just because I'm not prepared to take yeah. two years out of my life and put aside all the things I've worked hard to, to sort of get. Okay. Um, so before we wrap up, just two quick questions with you, just to, to gauge back a little bit. If you weren't a footballer, what would you have ended up as? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I've always been really sporty. Yeah. I've always just loved sport. Um, to be honest, in, later in life, I've really got into business and I enjoy business and, yeah. and understanding certain things. Um, but no question about it, when I was young, you know, golfing, boxing, uh, running, cricket, loads of different things. I used to love playing virtually every sport that went I wanted to play. So it would definitely be a different type of sportsman. All right, speaking of cricket then, you know, the UAE is now hosting the T20 World Cup. It's kicking up in two days' time in terms of the main games, the Super 12. Um, which team would you be siding? I know England would be straight away, but any other teams that you think have uh, captivated your attention? Yeah, I, I mean, I love uh, I love cricket. I, I went to the we had a World Cup obviously yeah. in, recently in, in the UK, and it really did capture the uh, the imagination of a lot of people. And the final was yeah. just <laughs> unbelievable. So uh, yeah, so cricket is a growing sport in the in the UK in England. Of course, it's been popular for many years, but it's really getting even more popular now. So of course, I'm an England fan for the World Cup, but. I also like the passion of, of, uh, of teams like India, of Pakistan, you know, the passionate fans. I think I went to England against Pakistan. No, it was England against India, actually, in the, uh, in the World Cup at Old Trafford. And the f even in England, the, f the stadiums are full. So 
yeah, teams that have got a real passionate following for uh, cricket, and I hope they do well because it obviously means so much to their people. Definitely, we're looking forward to that as well. We're looking forward to seeing more of you here in the UAE. Thank you very much for joining us. My pleasure.